0: Grounds of interesting individuals and how they intersect with our building industry in Iowa. I'm your host Ben Hamis, and I'm going to bring to you topics that help educate, develop, grow, and enhance you and your company. Well, welcome, Christy. Thanks for coming on the podcast this morning.
1: Thank you very much, Ben, for having me.
0: Now you're coming to us from Florida today, or are you traveling this week?
1: Nope, I'm here in South Florida.
0: Well, I bet it's sunnier than it is here in the middle. Of the country. It is nasty storms out today, but I'm glad you were able to join us for this very important podcast. Um, It's an episode that uh, we look forward to sharing with uh, our membership um, as we embark on this new endeavor with uh, your organization. So, before we get started, can you uh, tell the folks uh, a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. Um, My name is Christy Gibbs, I'm the CEO and founder of the Construction Angels Charity. I'm a third generation of an asphalt family from Ohio, who is now on their fourth generation. And um, I always wanted to stay in construction and work in construction. And um, here I am, not in construction, but helping out the families in construction.
0: I love it. Now, uh, we got partnered up uh, through an MBI member and our our friend Connor Deering over at Cement Tech. Uh and I believe you and Connor had met in Las Vegas at the Con Expo. Is that correct?
1: Yes, they they won the tournament.
0: They won the tournament. That's great. <laughs> and we brought you on. Connor kind of came to MBI and said, listen, this is a, a, an excellent organization. Um, you know, could MBI and, and the members get involved in, in supporting the mission of Construction Angels? Uh, our team kind of looked at it and decided this is a perfect fit for us. For our, our members, um, for us, and as an organization, and uh, this is this is where we're at. We've we've sort of just started this endeavor, um, and I think if I remember right, we are the twenty third state chapter. Is that correct across the country? Correct. Okay, so tell us about Construction Angels.
1: Okay, so we are a five hundred one c three nonprofit charity. Uh, this month in June, we're twelve years old. Uh, We started here in South Florida. I was, um, I had been invited by my family to go to the World of Asphalt Trade Show in 2009. And I went there and I met a woman who was collecting money for one of our own. And I asked her, what is one of our own? I assumed it was the name of a charity, but she was collecting money for a worker that had lost his life and left behind a spouse and children. So I continued to think about it the entire trip home. And when I got back to South Florida, um, I looked up one of our own. It didn't exist. Um, I actually started looking for construction charities, you know, that that helped out this type of thing, and I couldn't find anything that existed. So I started researching the statistics, and I thought, oh my gosh, I had no idea. You know, people work so hard in construction, including. My family, who's out on the road every day, I never really realized personally how dangerous of an industry it could be. So I was talking to some different guys, um, a customer uh, that we had taken out to lunch. And I asked them if they had heard of the charity because they were in the asphalt business. And they said no. And later on that year, around Christmas time in 2009, they had a fatality. So they reached out and they said, Did you ever find? a charity for construction workers. And I said, no. And they said, maybe you should start one. So Mm -hmm. I was working a full-time job at a concrete cutting company, business development. And so it took about two years to put together the business plan and get the IRS approval. So we really unveiled it in 2012. And that's where we started doing some fundraisers in South Florida. Um, My paying job at the time in construction led me all the way up to Georgia where I had started doing some clay shoots, the Georgia highway contractors got involved. And then I thought, well, if I can get into Georgia, I can go back to Ohio, you know, where I'm from and start doing fundraisers. So at that point um, I left my full-time paying job and I started working for myself for Construction Angels. And 12 years later, here we are with you guys opening up, helping us get in for the first time into Iowa.
0: Oh, that's great. Excuse me. Um, we're very excited about this, and I know, um, our event, which we're going to talk about in a little bit coming up, is kind of the the headlining, um, uh, opening event. Um, golf outings seem to be the focus for the organization. I know we've talked about that. I think even last week when we talked last, but you've done other things. Other chapters have done other events. Um, talk to us about those.
1: So, um, we were doing galas. Um. They weren't as successful because they were just starting out, but then COVID happened. You know, we had to get, all of us, I'm sure, had to get very crafty when COVID happened. And that's actually when I started doing a lot of research about reaching out to associations in our construction industry from every single state that I could find online during COVID. But we do a lot of outdoor events, mostly golf tournaments and clay shoots. And where I met Connor was our first national fundraiser that we had with John Deere and working group out in Las Vegas the day before con expo Mm -hmm. and con expo is you know the big one of the biggest trade shows for construction um, in our industry that happens once every three years so that was very important that was almost like a thing to check off my bucket list was to do an event out there by con expo
0: so talk to us practically about how the charity supports uh, these spouses and children uh, of, of, a, of, a, of a person that has died, uh, unfortunately, uh, from a fatality on a job site. What direct support are you providing to those individuals?
1: Great question. So let's start with the fundraising <clears throat> part. So the money raised in each state goes to help those families in that state. So when we have fundraisers, the proceeds from the fundraiser, it's 75% we allocate to aid to family. And 25% now goes to scholarships, and so let me break that down. We now provide $7,000 to aid the family if they have a spouse or and or children 19 years and younger that are left behind. We now offer something called angel support. So let's say if they don't have children or they don't have a spouse. Somebody's going to be left behind, you know, picking up the pieces and taking care of the financials. So we offer two thousand dollars in angel support to maybe a brother or a mother who has lost a loved one, and then we also offer up to thousand dollars in grief counseling. Um, So we anticipate that probably demographics it might be approximately hundred dollars per session that could you know go up and down. So that would cover about ten sessions for a family. And then we also do scholarships. So there's three different types of scholarships that we offer with our fundraisers is one, if a child has lost a parent uh, due to a job site fatality, um, they could apply towards our scholarship every year. We do it once a year and they could go for any type of degree that they choose. The second type is we're trying to retain our kids in the construction industry and give them an education, whether it be a trade um, college, or you know vocational school, whatever that they can apply towards, and we pay the institution directly. And then there's other organizations out there that help our industry provide education for construction. And if they're needing any type of financial assistance, then they can also apply to us through um, the educational fund for organizations.
0: That's great. I think what struck me um, most admirable about this is the direct financial cash assistance in the time of unspeakable grief, almost, I mean, clearly there's some eligibility requirements and there's um, some parameters around it, but it's immediate, right? You, you have this unspeakable situation happen to your family and Construction Angels is there immediately to help uh, financially so that they can take some of the, the, the worries about costs or maybe even funeral costs or whatever it is. Um construction angels does provide that support directly for only those that are affected on the job site during working hours is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Um and um can you share with us some of the most impactful stories um maybe some two or maybe one or two or three of um, even the most recent that have really hit home with you or even sure. over the last uh, over the last 12 years?
1: Sure. Um so the word you brought up unspeakable you're absolutely right about that um when a fatality happens a lot of people you know all of a sudden they're going through OSHA they have their job site shut down it's something that they don't want to talk about and nobody wants to talk about it but the sooner we as a charity can find out about what the company you know who the company was and now try to get in touch with their human resource department or whoever, so that we can find out who the beneficiary is. We don't even need to contact them directly. The idea would be for them to reach out to us on our website and complete the assistance request form. It takes about three to five minutes to fill out. And that's what we really need people to know. And we really need them to go online and complete that. As soon as they do, that gets our committee into work. And we've had our turnaround time is as soon as we get that form, it's either, you know, they approve it. Sometimes there's a few gray areas where we have to call and ask and and just verify some information. But otherwise, we can have the money to them before the funeral happens. Um, So I will tell you that, unfortunately, um, in 2021, my family, uh, whose company has been around since 1939, unfortunately had their first fatality. So um, it it happens, you know, people had asked me, is this something that happened to you directly? So it hadn't until that time. Um, there was also six recent fatalities that happened all together on one job site in Maryland. Um, two cars collided and it drove this one car right up in between the barricades and it killed a crew of five members, which included a father and a son, two brothers, and and another worker for one company and a woman inspector. And this this particular incident actually made national news and we were contacted by the news. Of course, we jumped into gear as soon as we could. The company um, had actually unfortunately used our services the year prior and he knew exactly what to do. So they completed the form and we had actually due to covid we had not had but one fundraiser in 2019 for the state of maryland so the only other fundraiser we had was just at the very tail end of 2022 in october we did a golf tournament and we raised some money but this particular instance with seven thousand dollars going to the family with a thousand dollars of grief counseling was going to cost you know, 48,000, which unfortunately we didn't have the money in Maryland. So we did an outreach and we exceeded that amount, of course. And we did a double distribution um, to those six families um, with about $150,000 that we had raised. So we were very happy about that. Um, It was, you know, it was unfortunate that a circumstance like that um, got national news coverage because during that same week, we had five individual fatalities here in Florida that only got, you know, local coverage or whatnot. Um, you know, some of these accidents are preventable, and others you just happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, so we do try to pair up with most of our construction associations and you know they're out there teaching safety and whatnot and we're helping you guys promote it as as best as possible obviously the safest we can be the less fatalities that we'll have Um, but those are two pretty touching stories and the last time I had remembered a major crisis like that um, from 2012 to 2014 we had Started off only doing road and bridge construction, you know, helping the families of road and bridge. But in 2013, the Miami garage collapsed, killing six construction workers. And that's when we started opening it up. In 2014, we covered all construction trades on the job site. So it does not matter what construction trade they're in, if they're a member of a particular situation or not. The only thing that we need to know is we need that form and we need to know who to distribute the money to, and we reach out to them and ask them if they could be in need of grief counseling, and if they have children, they could apply for our scholarships, and we try to be there for the families the best that we can as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, You know, you said a couple of things in there that um, I think are very important to mention, Um, one of them also being we at MBI are commercial construction association primarily that's how we identify and think of ourselves um but the funds are going to be made available for both residential and commercial uh in the state of Iowa um and we see this as a is a perfect fit with what we are trying to do through our NBI Cares mission which um is to be the Be the uh, entity that can help fill out that form and can help you at the national organization understand when a fatality, unfortunately, happens in our state. And I think this is uh, positioning us um, to have a very strong chapter here to be there for those families uh, in Iowa when that happens. Um, And so we are proud to be uh, helping you in this. We're proud to have you um, and all of the the network that you've built over the last 12 years nationally. (laughs) I mean, holy cow speaks to the, uh, the ability for people to rally behind, um, you know, a, a tragedy, like you mentioned in Maryland to, for people to step up. And so, um, we just can't say enough. I, I, I before I let you go here, I want to talk about the event that we're going to have. Um, and Chris Mormon at cement has really been the driving force in, in doing all this, um, uh, in getting this event going, but it, we're going to be, um, holding our golf outing on September 13th. I think that's a Wednesday. Um, yep. we're going to be at the legacy golf club in Norwalk. Um, there are ample ways and opportunities for our members to get involved. And we know this is only going to get stronger year after year. I know, uh, they're looking for some sponsors for the event. There's some foursomes, uh, that are also still open to participate. Um, we're going to be there, of course. Um, Is there uh, there a good way for our members to get plugged in? How would they do that? Should they they contact Chris? Should they go to a specific website? Where should they go?
1: That's a great question. Um, They can visit our website at constructionangels.us like United States. Um, They can easily reach out to Cementek. The registrations are going through Construction Angels. And so if somebody even wanted to shoot us an email They can send it to events at constructionangels.us. We can add them to the email distribution list. Um, They can actually, I wanted to tell you the exciting part about your event is there's a morning registration and an afternoon registration. And this will be the first time in 12 years that Construction Angels is doing two flights of golf tournaments in one day. So we're going to learn together on this one. We've done some pretty big events, you know, sometimes two courses in one day, but never two flights. So we're really excited that you guys are, you know, bringing the people, people are registering, they're supporting this. We're so happy. I've never been to Iowa before. We're very excited to come to learn about your members and to make this a fit. And we can't appreciate um, enough uh, master builders of Iowa and cement for hosting this first initial, you know, fundraiser for the families of Iowa. Well, maybe next
0: year we'll, we'll schedule this closer in August. We'll get you out for the state fair. That's our, uh, that's our big event for the year. If you enjoy 112 degree heat. Uh, yeah. The state fair is your opportunity to see <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> um, well, that's great. Christy. Thank you so much. I know we're going to be talking more. We'll have you back on the podcast. Um, you know, we're going to be doing some more promotion, uh, of the, of construction angels throughout the year. This is a great start to, I I know it's going to be a a long lasting relationship. Um, so thank you very much. Again, tell us a website again, that they can join to find information or to find you.
1: Uh, the website is constructionangels.us like United States and all of our information, even past media, um, Fall A list of fallen angels on our website, that assistance request form under contact us, which is very important for the listeners to know, that's where to go if you hear about a construction fatality. And since we're already in the process of raising funds in Iowa, God forbid, if anybody hears about a fatality, please do reach out to them, the company that might not know or have somebody complete the assistance request form. And one more thing before I leave, um, you know, I do want to thank some of our national board of directors, um, such as United Rentals, John mm-hmm. Deere, you know, people like them that have helped this charity grow. And that's really how Cement heard of us was, you know, by attending one of the events and wanting to continue, you know, hosting an event in their state. So if you have a listener that, You know, might be in many different states or is very interested in starting a construction angels chapter. You know, just like you guys are in a different state, we would love the opportunity to work together. So you can email me directly at Christy, K R I S T I, at constructionangels.us or just send an email to events at constructionangels.us. And we look forward to working with all of you.
0: Great. Thanks, Christy. We'll see
1: you soon. Thank you so much, Ben. Have a wonderful day.
0: Thanks, everybody. It's been real. Hey, and as we wrap up this podcast today, we want to remind our membership about an upcoming webinar that we're hosting on July 18th at 9 a.m. We're going to do a one-year recap on the construction manager at risk legislation that was passed. Uh, Larry Cormichael, who's our consultant, is going to be providing the free webinar, uh, kind of outlining what are some of the things we've seen, what we've learned, um, from an owner's perspective, from an architect perspective, and from a an, uh, contractor's perspective, uh, that webinar is going to be free for members. Uh, best way to get signed up for that is go on our website, or go ahead and email me back at bhammes h a m m e s at m b i build. Thanks. Hey. Oh.